Welcome. Church of the Advent is an Anglican congregation in Denver, Colorado, that seeks to share in the life of God by redefining and reorienting everything around the gospel of Jesus Christ. We hope you are challenged, encouraged, and move closer toward the gospel by this week's message. Good morning. I'm so, so happy to be, to be back. I was here exactly a year ago in September last year, and we, I, I came with my wife, um, my, my other son who is in Chile, and we came for the baptism of Ismael. And that was right now, before the, the baptism, we got COVID, COVID here in, in the States. Uh, for that reason, we, we had to wait a couple of weeks. And wonderful memories of being here with you uh, to meet new people in, in the church. And I hope today you can have a better feeling or sense of the wider church, because normally in your case here in, in Church of the Advent, or, and also in our case in Santiago, the, the capital city of Chile where I am, uh, normally we are so concentrated in our own things, in our you know, own concerns as church, but we, we don't think about that there are many others, brothers and sisters, uh, sisters around the world worshiping the Lord, and I hope that can be achieved today for, for you. I want to meditate, um, I want to meditate on the reading of Peter, the first letter of Peter, and the two main concepts in chapter two of the first uh, letter, living in stones and chosen people. Let me, let me start with the first. As you come to him, a living stone rejected by men, but in the sight of God, chosen and precious, you yourself, like living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Christ. The first concept or theme that Peter gives us is the concept of community. He says that the Lord is building an spiritual structures, and every member is, an, is a living stone that is part of that building. But also, every stone are the members of the church. And the Lord uses, you know, different people, different races, different even traditions, backgrounds, all of us together are part of God's building. And that, uh, this God building is in order to offer the people, is, has been called by God to offer spiritual sacrifices to him. Every living stone should do that. Chosen as a precious cornerstone. Christ is a strong foundation stone. The church is built on the foundation of Christ himself. And for this reason, he is precious to 
believer. As I said a few minutes ago, with the, with the concept of community, we have the two points of view. One is your local you know, view of community, and that is good. Because through local community, you really grow up in order to be like Jesus. When you come to the church for first time, and then you start coming to the church, and then you have an experience with Jesus, you, you see and you experience that, that power of God working in your, in your own life. This is local. I remember a man in, 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 in one of the churches I pastored in Santiago that says, my problems began when I became to this church. <laughs> That's very funny. And then, and when I met Jesus. Because before Jesus, he led his life according to his own understanding. He led his life according to his own principles. And of course, principles far away from God. He had, and he still has a very good uh, economic situation. He has a very good job. And he thought that everything will be resolved by money. Even having many tensions with his wife, normally he said to her, do you need more money? I can give you more money. But Please, leave me. Leave me alone. I want to do my own life. It's very, very strange. For that reason, Jesus began to work on his principles of life. And then he understood that now Jesus is his Lord. He is commander, his master. And now Jesus is leading his life. This is you know, the work of the community. When people come, you know, from different background, different experiences, and then becoming and being part of the community, our life began to change. We cannot, we cannot grow. We cannot grow being alone. This is a fallacy. This is not true, you know, because we need the community. Even Jesus created a community through the apostles, and we need the community. But also, we have to have the sense of the wider community, because you have brothers and sisters around the world, in Africa, in Latin America, in Asia, uh, in Europe, and all the continents, we have people worshiping the Lord. It's, it's very complicated to have the image of all of them, in a few more days, I will go to Asheville or Richcrest for the New Wineskins Conference. And oh, maybe many, many people from Agna will be there. And what is beautiful, I know that missionaries from around the world will go, will be there. Even one of our missionaries in Chile, we sent her to India from Chile. She will be there sharing her experience in India, uh, working, uh, she's working with lepers in, 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 in India. Lepers? 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 Lepers. Um, yeah, you know, that's, that will give us 
an, a, another sense of the church. The Lord working here in the United States, here in Denver, here in this church, but also working in Chile, Argentina, South America, Africa, etc. The Lord is working in all those places as well. And also, the Lord is, is showing his will according to their own needs for growth. The second concept is to be chosen people for God. But you are chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. We have been chosen by God. By God, Why we are here, we don't know. I don't know. But the Lord knows. He chose us. He, wanted, he wants to show his mercy to us. Once you were not people, but now you are people of God. Once you, you had no mercy, but now you have received his mercies. But also, the apostle uses the expression of to be holy for God, holy people. Holy people means one who is separated, not the concept of superiority. We are not holy because we are better than other peoples or superior. No, we are equals, but we have been chosen by God in order to be his own, to belong to his body to be part of that building. We are, in one sense, separated from the world, but not, but not isolated from the world. We are in the world in order to provide God's testimony to the people. When Jesus prayed, Father, I don't pray that you take out of the society. I pray that they can be in the world or the society in order to provide testimony for, for the world. The other concept that Peter uses is the concept of priesthood. Priesthood. That is one you know, that was said by the, during the Reformation time because I remember reading the, 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 the history, you know, people being seated on the pews of the church and doing nothing for God. All the job was done by the priest, by the leaders, but with the, with, with the new concept or the new understanding during the Reformation time, now the situation is different. Every believer is a priest of God. Every believer has the challenge to, because the, the, role, the, the, the one of the, the role of the priest is to bring God to the people and to take the people into God. That's the, the movement. And that is the work not only the priests and deacons of the church. We use priests and deacons and bishops as, um, as orders in the church. But every believer is a priesthood, and that is the universal priesthood of all believers. For that reason, this section of the text has a missiological 
understanding and challenge for the church. Every one of us has worked as God's mediator for the people and to proclaim the good news to them. Let me, let me share with you a couple of examples in the way we are working in Chile with these concepts. First, I, I have in mind one of the church, San Lucas Church, San Luke's Church in Santiago. That church faced a depression time. The, the area in Santiago, La Florida, was, as you say, blue-collar workers area. And then the community began to change in order to become middle-class people. And our church began to go down, 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 down. Very few people. And someday our bishop called us, all the pastors, and said, we need to take the decision of closing the church because there are just seven depressed adults in the church and five children. And we can send them to another community. And we began to talk. I remember that, that meeting very clear. And then came to my mind the thought, we had not been called by God to close churches. We had been called to open new churches. And I went back home and I shared that with my wife. What about if we go to that church and we do something but I don't, I don't agree to close the church. And we did it. And I spoke to my bishop and I said, we will go to that church. And Pablo went with us. Yeah, I see. Um, and we took the church with seven adults and five children. And by God's grace and mercy, in four years, we were almost 300 people worshiping in that church church. The only thing we did was to create a community. Community. Because they were so familiar to have services every Sunday, but not connection during the week. And we decided to change that. He said, no, we will build this church on community, and we work very strong with marriage encounter. Inviting people, inviting couples for a weekend in order to talk our own concerns as couple, but at the end, introducing and presenting Jesus to them. And the community began to grow, to grow by God's mercy. Now, that church has already planted another church. This is another concept that we are developing in, in our country, is Always thinking about church planting. Because we don't want to be, as I said, maintenance-minded people. We want to be mission-minded people. When, when I use the expression, the expression maintenance, maintenance means always the same. Same people, same activities, same preaching, everything, nothing new. Nothing new. For that reason, we always... We, the, it, this, is, this is a kind of 
temptation from, from, the, from the devil in order to be quiet, to be, you know, always being the same. As a good, happy family, all of us together enjoying a cup of coffee, enjoying a good cup of tea, some biscuits, you know, cookies, etc. You don't use the word, the word biscuit. This is English. Oh, sorry. <laughs> cookies, cookies and sandwiches. But that's good. That's good. But what about outside? Our job, we say in my, in my country, our job starts from the door of the gate to outside. That is to be mission-minded. To be mission-minded is, is hard. It's not easy. Because we, have to, we need challenges. Where we will go? When, when I'm visiting the vestry, the parish, uh, the PCC, the vestry of the church, normally I, the, my question, they know my question, what will be your next church planting project? And some of them, we are a new church. Yeah, I know you are a new church. But... Have it in mind what will be your next church planting project. The church that was planted from, from St. Luke, as I told you, now it has a, a new pastor. Even the pastor is Pablo's friend, is same age. And then from there, now they are starting thinking about starting a new church in a new area. The other, the other example I would like to share with you is La Trinidad Church. La Trinidad Church is a large church. It's 1,000 people every Sunday in, in, in the church, in four services. Um, but they were always 1,000 people, always worshiping the Lord, always alive, alive. And one day, I went to talk to the pastor, and I said, you are talking about you are a church planter. I really believe that. I really believe you have a gift on that. What about if I take you and I move you to another place in order you can plant a new church in that area? And he said, mm, Bishop, I don't know if I should move to another place. Uh, let me pray, you know, when, when somebody is, uh, has doubt, let me pray. And we prayed together, and in two or a month later, we met. And he said, I have an idea. And I said, good, I like good ideas. What about if this church becomes a mother church of new churches for the future? Yeah, good. What I can do is to send a team of 100 people, more or less, to plant a church in a community where we don't have Anglican church. And I said, good idea, let's go. And so far, he has planted seven new churches, sending people, sending, you know, um, teams. At the beginning... For example, 100 people are going to the new community, but around 30 to 50% come back, but the others remained in the area that they are planting the church. What, what I want to put in your mind is that is 
always thinking where we will go in the future, where we are now and where we want to go. We have many churches uh, worshiping in local communities, even in schools, as you did it in the past. I remember I met you 2015, um, was the pastor Robert? Rob, Rob. I met him, and you were worshiping in a school. Um, yeah, that's, that's, we, we are working in that way. Many churches in local communities also school, and schools. As I said, we want to be mission-minded people, always thinking about mission, mission, planting new churches. And also we say, don't forget, new people bring new people. New people. Normally, this is our experience, you know. Normally, older people or people that have been in the church for a long time, they don't bring new people because all of them have been already invited by them. For that reason, having new people, they bring new people. But and also, it's very important to mobilize laity for church planting and for church growth. We as priests, bishops, leaders, our role is to work with you, to work together, to be, you know, the one who uh, train you, one who encourage you, but at the end, lay people are the real workers in the church. Let me finish by sharing how the Anglican Church began to grow. I am the first Chilean to become bishop in my country and archbishop and private. Uh, all my predecessors were English, and um, I was consecrated in 1998 to be um, coadjutor bishop. And I talked the, the diocese of Chile. The whole country was one diocese. If you know, it's, uh, it's 3,000 miles long, Chile, and very long and narrow country. Um, and I was in charge of the whole country, traveling to different cities, different churches. And I said, I don't think to have one bishop for the whole country is good. We need more people, more bishops, more churches. But before, we have to grow because we don't have enough churches, not enough people, even not enough money for that. And we began to grow and to lead the church in that way. Let's go ahead. Let's preach the good news Let's think where you are, every parish, every church, where you are, and where you want to go in a near future, where you want to go. And we began to grow, to grow, to grow. And in, the year, in, in 2018, we became province in Chile. From one diocese, we are now four dioceses. From one diocesan bishop, we are four diocesan bishops plus two suffragans. In total, we are six bishops in the country, 
And in the past, 18 or 20 years ago, we were just one bishop for the whole country. Even all, the, all our support, our support came from England, from SAMS, the South American Missionary Society. And we were totally dependent from them. And we began to change our thinking manner. No, we need to raise our own money for our, for our own church. And we began to work hard, hard. Today, 90%, 95% of the support comes from Chile. And few support from outside. Even when, when we are planting churches, normally I ask some help for that because every church is struggling trying to pay the salary of the pastor, you know, and for their own, you know, uh, maintenance of the building. But when we go to plant a new church, we need some support, some help in that. This is the way we are working. This is the way we, we, we want to live our own reality. We want to leave the church with our own hands, with our own people. Of course, missionaries are welcome to be with us, but at the end, together, we will continue preaching the good news of Jesus. Don't forget, you and all of us are living stones, being part of God's building, but also we have been chosen by God in order to proclaim the marvelous work of Christ in the way and in the place where we are. God bless you, brothers and sisters. Thanks for listening. We encourage you to take a moment to reflect on what God might be saying to you through what you just heard. For questions, additional information, and resources, please visit adventdenver.com.